Do you ever yearn? Yearn? Do I yearn? I yearn. You yearn. Oh yes, yes, I yearn. Often I, I sit and yearn. Have you yearned? Well, not recently. I craved. I crave all the time. Constant craving, but I haven't yearned. <sighs> Look at you. You're wasting your life! I'm not! What you call wasting, I call living. I'm living my life. Okay, like what? No, no, tell me. Do you have a job? No. You got money? No. Do you have a woman? No. Do you have any prospects? No. You got anything on the horizon? Uh, no. Do you have any action at all? No. Do you have any conceivable reason for even getting up in the morning? I like to get the daily news. It's time for us to grow up and be men, not little boys. Why? I'm going to California. You know, I got the bug. Yeah, I think I got a touch of something too. No, the acting bug. Ever since I was in that Woody Allen movie. These pretzels are making me thirsty? That was one line! You got fired! I know, I know, but man, I never felt so alive! Now, are you coming with me? Uh, no, I'm not. Alright, suit yourself. But let's keep this between us. You're not really gonna go to California, are you? Up here? I'm already gone. April 1st, 2018. Hello, and welcome to TWIP. It's a TWIP. Happy April. Yeah. It's April 1st. Yeah. There's no jokes in this, though. Not not like April Fool's jokes. It's not... Do you I kind of don't like that whole thing. Do you remember in the past, though, when sometimes we would do funny stuff on Twip for April 1st? No. Mostly it was other people doing funny stuff and sending it to us. I remember Pete did a couple of things once with, like, it was... Anyway, um, we don't have the time for that anymore. Well... You know... We've been so busy. The other day, I was making a list of all the writing projects that we're working on. Yeah. Including Pendant and Outside of Pendant. And we had like nine things on it. And I just crossed one off and then I put a new one on the bottom. And I'm like, nah! Which is weird. It's, there's so much, man. But they're not here to hear that. They're here to hear the news. The news. They're here to hear. Are you here to hear? I'm here to hear. I see you have the post-it. Sometimes I go there to hear and here to there. But for now, it's here to hear. Okay. Nah? Nah. Okay. The scripts are completely done for the next two webisodes of Active Radio, Active Radio, and they are in the hands of the cast. What? Yes. Yep. So mm. that is a lot of forward progress. We worked, worked, worked on those. Shooting is beginning, and um, we hope to maybe have... The shooting done by the end of, what this is May, hopefully, by the end of May, and then we'll have the long editing process. That seems reasonable. So that's the hope. Uh, we will, of course, keep you updated on the progress. Yeah. As we go through the process. Mm-hmm. Progress and the process. Both things. Here to here. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool anyway. It's moving. It's good. We did some revisions, as as you are wont to do with scripts. Well, yes. Yeah, see, you write them, and then you write them again. And, and then, then you make again. them better. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you look at it and say, is this really as good as it could be? Hmm. Yes. It's a, a lot of navel-gazing. Mm. Then I release it upon you. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I got a lot of control there. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. That other show that we've been working on that we told you we were going to be four scripts, we were getting them all writ written ahead of time, they're all written. Yes. They're still going through the revision process, though, Correct. on these ones. We are not finished revising yet. But we should be done with that hopefully soon. And 
I had thought maybe by this episode of TWIP we'd be able to announce it and maybe get the casting call going, nah. but it looks like maybe the next time. I think maybe the next month we can have the casting Look, call up save it. by May. You don't have to do everything at once. Jeez. It's not at once. Calm down. How is that at once? It's just like we just talked about A-R-A-R. Yeah. And then we're just talking about this. They're both things that are You're we're working on. You're trying to overachieve on. here. I'm not. We're just doing just, it at the same time. Just relax. Oh, then nothing gets done. What? Listen. Oh, my God. I really peaked there. You did. You got Whoa. See, now you're out of control. I am. I'm going to have to pull that back out. Or is that you? We'll find no, out in the it's editing. it's not me. Oh, we'll it's see. It's you. Uh-huh. We'll see. That's your peak, buddy. We'll see. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Um, that's really all the news that we have. Uh, I wanted to remind people that, um, of course, uh, you can send in your questions for TWIP guests at the TWIP page on PendantAudio.com. But also, uh, Jordan is always looking for suggestions of who else you'd like to hear him interview. So if you have ideas for people you'd like to hear that you haven't heard before or haven't heard in a really long time, submit a, a little email through the website on the, the TWIP form and let us know who yeah, you'd like to see. get on that. And then we'll get them in here and you can hear their thoughts on things and ask them questions. It's cool. It is. Do it. Yeah. Okay, and then the only other thing is, like always... Seminar scripts. Send some in, why don't you? Send your seminar scripts. That's ooh, that was very nice. Wasn't it? Yes. Right now good. we're taking them for episode eighty-four. Although I've got one that's just about ready, so there's probably only one spot left for episode eighty-four, so you better hurry. You want to get in there. Yep, jump on in. The water's fine. Sure. It's nice water. Yeah. Cool water. Refreshing. Ah. <sighs> From Watford, near London, jolly old England, we have Julia Eve on the line. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's later than yeah. we thought, isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it is, yeah. Because uh, when we originally agreed, we thought uh, there'd be a five-hour time difference. Mm-hmm. But in England, last weekend, our clocks went forward for British summertime. So it's currently uh, gone midnight. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> a bit later. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot the clocks. I remembered on time, uh, on the actual day, but I'd forgotten that we'd agreed. You know, when we'd agreed that the clocks were going forward. Never mind. <laughs> I'm still awake. Big cup of coffee, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> So um, we have questions from folks, and I've got stuff, and um, you know, hopefully you have answers, or this is very short and one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, so let let's jump right into um, you are our new credits announcer. Woo! Yeah, yay! <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. are um, picking that up now. What made you decide you wanted to do credits for Pendant? Uh, um, I've done some uh, theatre announcement for a local theatre mm-hmm. um, so the amateur dramatics so it's like good evening ladies and gentlemen tonight's performance is about to begin <laughs> um, and I do voiceovers and I thought it would be good experience doing a, a different type of voiceover uh-huh. um, uh, so more of a, a sort of straight thing but kind of still making it interesting mm-hmm. um, yeah and so I just sort of applied and yeah they decided they wanted a change from uh, the normal kind of American male. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. 
something different. <laughs> there you go. Historically impendent, our, our credits are, you know, sometimes fairly straightforward. And, and every now and again, we have a show where the credits are not. Um, mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to Dixie, and if you've never listened to Dixie, folks, get on penandaudio.com and download Dixie. Um, Dixie Stenberg and the Brassy Battalion, the characters do the credits. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's more than interesting. And then, of course, <laughs> the opening announcing to uh, Henderson and Havner is just and a lot of fun. Um, have you enjoyed doing the credits? I know you haven't been doing it for terribly long. Um, yeah, it's good. I've been doing it since, was it October? I think I recorded, October, November, I recorded my first ones. But they've mm-hmm. only just been released. Right, so we the just started King, dropping yours. Yeah, so the mm-hmm. King John Act 1 was my first one that's been released now mm-hmm. um yeah it's been interesting i mean for the first few it was kind of weird because i was in the shows mm-hmm. so <laughs> i was like uh, always having to announce my own name that was a bit odd but you know but it's gonna now... get pronounced right uh, well yeah although you, <laughs> you have... don't have the kind of name that gets pronounced incorrectly probably terribly often no no which is why i picked it <laughs> uh, yeah. so um yeah so yeah it's been good and then I get to learn of like all the people that get in, involved, and now I think, oh yeah, I know who that is, I know who that is now, because mm-hmm. I've had to work out how to say their names and uh, <laughs> and announce them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you find the credits to be so straight? It's just not as interesting as doing character work or reading um, Shakespeare. Uh, well, for the for the Kingery, I I give them three versions because I don't know what the uh what the episode's going to be about so Mm -hmm. if i if i'm not in it which is most of them um i i don't know the tone of the ending Mm -hmm. so you don't want something happening and someone dying and then me coming in going the kingery you know um (laughs) (laughs) i do i do give them three i give them a kind of a lighter one a more serious one and then a straight one and they pick the most relevant i guess okay (laughs) So that's that's a challenge. That's kind of that that makes it. See, it's not just it character lines. Yes, yeah. it's not just character lines <laughs> where you have to give three straight reads of your your lines, mm. guys, and then go on and ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> right, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where did you learn? Someone someone has asked, where have you learned such a good American accent? Um, watching telly, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or your great American TV shows. Um, Such as? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know how great my American accent is, but um, I, I've been cast as a couple of American characters, mm-hmm. um, uh, for which I thank you, because you're an American <laughs> company. Um, but uh, I don't know, actually, where I um, would have picked it up from. Um, just kind of, I I have an ear for accent, so, or um, yeah, just kind of pick it up that way. I don't know. I don't think there's a specific place where I I've uh, sort of no, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So um, we've got all these different kinds of shows, and we have all these different kinds of roles. What is your dream role? Um, and I heard you say that you do voice acting, or you do voiceovers too. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, if you would answer that in term in in the scope of pendant in the shows that we've got, mm-hmm. and then maybe 
what is your dream role generally speaking if it's different well I do really like Shakespeare and that was one of the things that attracted me to Pendant to be able to do Shakespeare mm-hmm. um, uh, so I don't know in in Pendant I would be I don't know because with seminar it's like each time there's new great characters so mm-hmm. uh, like a, if you had like a really good sort of I don't know, a really good baddie in one of the shorts or a kind of, yeah, I don't know. So you want to play the bad guy? I often get cast as bad guys, and I have no idea why. I obviously <laughs> You seem very well. nice. I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't hurt me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I often, I often play baddies. And before I did voice acting, when I was actually a stage actor, then I often, especially when I did panto, I was always the villain. So, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess um, if I was going to say Shakespeare, one of the sort of really great Shakespeare roles would be, that would be really cool. Okay. <laughs> but you've already done some of my favourite plays, so I won't be able to do those for you. Um, I don't know, sort of, I quite like, you know, meaty roles, sort of complex, mm-hmm. sort of different, uh, you know, so they're not quite good or evil kind of an interesting mix are always fun to play. An anti-hero or yeah. the villain who really believes they're doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say the that kind of thing. Either or, because it works both ways, really, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a, a dream role that I think, oh, I would love to play. Because mm-hmm. there's certain characters that I have played, and I think they kind of fulfill... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's really lame, sorry. No, that's okay. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't have... It's Yeah, it's just kind of each time you get a new character, you think, oh, this is really good, really interesting. And then then you move on to the next. I think that's kind of the nature of it, really. (laughs) Rather than saying, oh, I would really... I mean, I would really love to play Beatrice in Much Ado About Nothing. She's one of my favourites. Okay. But you've already done that. And I've listened to it, and it was really good. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, it's a harder question than most people think it, it is. is. Isn't it? it is. I mean, I think outside of outside of Pendant, I think one of my favourite roles would be Hedda Gabler. Okay. The from from the play um, Hedda Gabler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by Ibsen. That's quite a, a challenging, meaty role. I have heard that called like the female Hamlet. Okay. You know, but All that's right. quite that's quite a good one. So, I'll say that then. <laughs> <laughs> we ask the hard-hitting questions on Twip. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you were doing stage acting before you were doing voice work? Yes. So what made you decide to go into voice acting? I had a baby. <laughs> ah. And then had to give up for um, a short while anyway, while she was little. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave up acting or performing. And then when she went to nursery... I had some time and thought, well, I'd quite like to get back into performing um, and thought I might try and look into voice acting and voiceovers because I could do that from home. Mm-hmm. So set up a studio and uh, yeah, and so it's kind of grown from there. And uh, she's now at school. She's uh, well, she's only in reception, which is I don't know what that would be for you guys. I was going to ask, what, what, what's the equivalent of that in, in the States? How how old is she? She is four going on five. Okay, so that's probably preschool here. Yeah. Not quite kindergarten. 
No. Yeah. So, but she's in. She's at school sort of all day. Okay. So I get I get daytime to do all my recording and stuff. Okay. And so yeah, so that I can basically do the school run. Um, I've moved into voice acting rather than actually performing, like okay. on stage or things like that. Very cool. <laughs> um, how did you find us at Pendant? I was thinking about that because I thought you'll probably ask that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> sorry if I'm I... predictable. <laughs> Um, I I googled sort of voice acting and um, audiobooks because that's another thing that I do mm-hmm. and um, and I think I, it was a, some kind of how-to guide or something about how to record your own uh, audiobook and things <laughs> like that and mm-hmm. it listed a couple of drama audio drama companies in this the body of this mm-hmm. um, article and I can't for the life of me remember the website but one of them was pendant Ooh. and so i clicked on that got onto your website and was like oh you post casting calls i might give that a go <laughs> and, um and yeah and i think i was a couple of days late for a seminar casting and i was mm. like oh i've just missed that so i was like well i have to keep my eye on the the website and because i had no idea then like how often you posted stuff or things mm. like that so yeah and it kind of went from there very cool. Very yeah. cool. So you've made your way into seminar. You've been in six or seven seminars Six. Now? Six? Yeah. So I started in, I think it was seminar 77, and I've done like the next six. So I've been in all of them from 77 onwards. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, is there a particular seminar that stands out, a particular role or story that you really felt attached to um i don't know because a couple of them have been me so my voice mm-hmm. um and and a couple of them have been character voices so i guess they're more fun mm-hmm. <laughs> for me because um i played i there was one um one episode i'm actually in both the shorts both as Americans. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, and I was a, um, I don't think, no, I think it's the next one that's going to be, it's not been um, released yet. And I'm a um, an American Marine um, and in, in a kind of a, an apocalypse. And I'm a, a kind of New York kind of character. Okay. So they were both really fun, but um, probably a bit of caricature. Mm-hmm. So I apologise if anyone's offended by my caricature American <laughs> accents, but they were I quite like doing those because I modelled one of them on a character from um, the animation Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite fun. Okay. I was like, okay, channeling her. So yeah. Well, if I recall, that casting call had in it somebody to do a really bad English accent. Like an American guy who thought he was this cool British spy type person, but really wasn't. Yeah, that's the the one we've just recorded. Yeah. So. Yeah. One good yeah. turn, so I suppose, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know who was the guy who played it, American or British. I I don't British know who's cat. I I don't have the email yeah. of who who got it. I didn't get it. Um, I. <laughs> Missed the I think I do know because I read the credits, but um... oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> so um, 
so yeah, I think that one was I would say was probably my favourite. Okay. She was called Gina. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, all right. So moving on from seminar, mm-hmm. you, as yeah. you said, um, you're in uh, King John. Mm-hmm. And is that the first of our uh, Shakespeare's that you've been in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I basically it was just last year that I sort of started working with you guys, and yeah, that was the first one. So the first Shakespeare. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. How how is doing Shakespeare as an audio drama compared? Um. Well, it was it was kind of more focused. Sounds stupid. More focused on the words, obviously, because when you're on stage, you've got other people to think about, and the, so for voice, you could I because I break it down in iambic pentameter and work it through more text focus because that's all I'd got, um, and also I got to play someone who I possibly wouldn't play yet because i'm not the right age (laughs) (laughs) um she was the the mother of king john queen eleanor Mm -hmm. so yeah i've probably got another 40 years before no no no, not that long (laughs) until i'm old enough to play i don't know how she's meant to be but yeah so and because you haven't got other people to play off in the same way Mm -hmm. you have to take your cues from the text and sort of but then that's kind of how they did it they didn't have the rest of the text and they well no they didn't they have to actually have the people there ignore that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah it was different because you're you're focused solely on what you're saying and the way you're saying it Mm -hmm. because you can't use anything else but then that's voice acting Mm -hmm. you haven't got your face they can't see your face (laughs) Is there a particular... I know you said um, Much Ado earlier, mm. but since we've done Much Ado, yeah. is there a particular play that you're looking forward to possibly auditioning for? Um, I don't think you've done The Taming of the Shrew yet. That's got I believe a good you're correct. That's got correct. a good female lead. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a good one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I don't know, because you've done quite a lot of the... So you've done Twelfth Night, mm-hmm. you've done Much Ado, you've done... Um, you've got to listen done... to Twelfth Night if you haven't heard it yet. Mm. Um, we did it as uh, 1920s jazz. Nice. Yeah, and there was music and singing written and sung, and um, it, I had nothing to do with it, and I will say they crushed it. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. That's one of those standouts for me. That's a good play. I do like that one. Um, I'm trying to think what others... Because Love's Labour's Lost another good one mm-hmm. with um, for female characters. Because a lot of the plays are really good, but the women are hardly in it. But then, you know, you could always play a man. So. M. Sierra Garcia did Mercutio. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I've done that speech in a showcase. And actually, interestingly, I've I was also in King John. So this isn't the only time I've been in King John. <laughs> and um, I did play Philip. Ah. I, I played Philip the Bastard. <laughs> so that was good. I think that's probably one of the my favourite roles on stage because he's a great character. So when it came up, I was like, ooh. I was like, oh, but they're going to cast a bloke as the bastard. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but no, and then well, I got Eleanor. So that was interesting. It's an easy but, assumption to make. Yes. <laughs> but we, I mean, our cast had a lot of women. So um, 
yeah, so we were all playing pretty much most of the male parts were played by women because we had quite a female heavy cast. But yeah, that was a it's an interesting play mm-hmm. and uh most people haven't seen it or read it and uh so I feel quite lucky to have been in two productions of it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And then um you're going to be doing the sonnets after King John. Yeah. So those are fun. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I um I've got a book of uh, of sonnets that tells me what they mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I read mine, I'm like, I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to go back. And I know what it means now. <laughs> but um, it was a bit like, ah, what? But, yeah, once you work out what it means and then work out that it's poetry, it's it's fine. Mm. Um, so I've recorded it. I haven't edited it yet, so I don't actually know whether it sounds any good yet and whether I have to redo it. But... Um, yeah, it was uh, it was something different, yeah, to uh, to record it and but yeah, it was interesting. Very cool. Yeah. So, do you have um, any projects that you've got going on that you would like to put out there for us to know about? Well, outside pendant. Mm-hmm. You mean outside pendant? Yes. Um, I'm I've just finished recording. Um, the first episode of a new sci-fi audio drama called oh. The New Adventures of Red Riding Hood. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's set in, uh, the date is like 3045 or something. It might not be that long. But yeah, so it's uh, Red Riding Hood, kind of, and other fairy tales, but uh, reimagined in space. And um, I'm playing uh, Captain Ruby Hart, who is the red of uh, Red Riding Hood? Uh-huh. Um, and I think the first episode is due out uh, beginning of May, so that should be fun. That is definitely intriguing. Yeah. But, um, well, I'm, I'm also doing. I'm working with a company called Dream Realm Enterprises, mm-hmm. um, and I'm in two of their shows. There's one called Robots of the Company, another mm-hmm. sci-fi, <laughs> and I'm playing a, a bounty hunter in that. And then they're also doing a, a fantasy thing, Magic, Monsters and Mayhem, if I've got that the right way around. We just refer to it as MMM. I don't know which one. <laughs> um, and I've got two parts in that, a witch and a, um, well, she's well, she's another bad guy, but she's uh, come to investigate. She's the right hand of the emperor and she's investigating a crime that has gone on. So that's kind of what I'm working on audio drama wise at the moment yeah very cool um i have bullet question okay so quick answer quick question quick answer ready mm-hmm. and this should be interesting um hopefully these translate across the pond well okay favorite muppet uh animal Ooh. favorite pizza topping i'm veggie so it's just a margarita <laughs> favorite american food tacos I like Taco Bell. We don't have it over here. Okay. <laughs> but we have tacos. Though are they American? They're Mexican, aren't they? Tex-Mex. Do they count? Yeah. Well, we'll t- judges. Ding. Okay. Okay. Favorite British food. <laughs> favorite British food. Uh-huh. Um, mashed potato. Okay. Uh, favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Favorite Star Wars character. Um. Oh. Oh. Um, quite, uh, I quite like C-3PO. <laughs> okay. Ve- or the, uh, what was the new one that Alan Tudyk does in 
the new ones. Oh, oh no, that's, that's not a link to it. Anyway, yeah, I'll go for three PO. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite Marvel movie. Favorite. Marvel movie. Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I quite like Thor Ragnarok. That was funny. That was hilarious. I like the director of that and the fact that he gave himself the funniest part. <laughs> and your favorite Disney princess? Um, it's Vanellope von Schweet from Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. She is the princess at the end. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler for anyone else's sake. I think she technically qualifies. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for spending the time. Okay. I know it's late. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's is late. It? I was like, yeah, it's not. Oh no, it is. It's it's yeah. No, it's <laughs> early. <my> <laughs> Can people find you on social media? Yep. Um, my I'm on Twitter at it's at Julia Eve underscore Voice. Um, I'm on Facebook Julia Eve Voice and on Instagram Julia Eve Voice. <laughs> um, and my website is www.juliaevoice.com, and then the links to all the social media i think i'm on soundcloud as well but uh yeah this is mainly julia eve voice if you put in julia eve you might get my old acting profiles with my old headshot (laughs) it's like eight years old it doesn't really look like me anymore but uh but if you put in the voice as well that would be my current stuff okay and people can find me on twitter at gg underscore qa and on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N.G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B-5036. You know, assuming Facebook doesn't go away or anything, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> Julia, once again, thank you for spending the time with us. You're welcome. Thank you for interviewing me. <laughs> My pleasure. And I will just toss this out there for folks. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody you want to hear in the hot seat, please let me know. And we will do what we can to make it happen. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, April 4th, Kingery, Season 9, Episode 7. Find anything yet, Cal? Porn, Captain. Just an obscene amount of porn. Next time on The Kingery. Socks. Can you just read that server's mind? I guess it's possible to see everything someone's got going up there, but then not unless they were willing to show you. So, uh, no, I don't read minds. But what stops you from being able to? The fact that you're insisting I sit and have a drink does not put me in a state of ease for this, Maddie. Well, it's not easy news. Okay. Is this white wine news or scotch? Is that easier? We're all gonna die. What about us, though? What about it being just you and me spending time with each other? Don't we deserve that? We do. Honey, we do. And please understand that I want to be with you. I wouldn't have moved in with you otherwise. But right now, I need to have some time to myself. (sighs) I see. Only at PendantAudio.com. Do you not have something rather pressing to do? There is literally nothing I can think of that I would rather be doing right now. Coming out Wednesday, April 11th, The Pendant Shakespeare, King John Act 2. 
Then turn your forces from this paltry siege and stir them up against a mightier task. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Peace be to France. If France and peace permit our just and lineal entrance to our own. If not bleed, France and peace ascend to heaven whilst we, God's wrathful agent, to correct their proud contempt that beats his peace to heaven. Peace be to England. If that war return from France to England, thou to live in peace. England we love, and for that England's sake, with burden of our armor, here we sweat. What the devil art thou? One that will play the devil, sir, with you. And I may catch your hide and you alone. You are the hare of whom the proverb goes, whose valor plucks dead lions by the beard. I'll smoke your skin coat, and I catch you right, sirrah. Look to it. In faith I will. In faith. Oh, well, he did become that lion's robe that did disrobe the lion of that robe. Open wide your gates, and let young Asa, Duke of Bretagne, in, who, by the hand of Francis Day, hath made much work for tears in many an English mother, whose sons lie scattered on the bleeding ground. Tensions with France come to a head in King John, Act Two, presented by the Wild Bill Variety Show. Mad world, mad kings, mad composition. Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, April 25th, Seminar, Episode 80. Next, on an all-new seminar. Ladies and gentlemen, the story you are about to hear is true-ish. I'm a private eye. I detect, I solve, I have a large magnifying glass. Call me a gumshoe, and I'll show you how bright stars can dance around your head. Only the names have been changed to protect the mostly innocent. Uh, but Trace, that really doesn't make... Why, Billy, it's not your turn to enter yet. Pendant Productions brings you... The name's Tracy. Tracy Shoe. Tracy Shoe. Private Eye. That's right, a show. Starring me. I'll be detecting, solving crimes, drinking coffee. Lots of coffee. Speaking of coffee, where's my cup of joe? Hey, you drank it. What? Before the introduction. Last. And then... Gina, answer your phone for once. The world is actually ending this time, and having Marine for a sister is finally gonna pay off. Because I would maybe like not to die, okay? Phone tag is probably not the way you want to die during the apocalypse. Listen, Ragazzo, if you're not on your way out of Minneapolis yet, get out. Go up to Canada as fast as you can. No one is watching the border right now. Numbers are good. So pack whoever you can into that stupid little car of yours and get going, okay? Call me back when you get this. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Hello? Damn it. Gina, it's Kat, Jake's friend. We're trying to get to Canada, but they bombed the hell out of the highway. Anyway, uh, right, we don't have another plan. It's crazy out here on the roads and everyone is just driving everywhere. Jordan has a gun, but we're afraid we might actually have to use it. Help us out here, Gina. Go! Get us out of here! Back on the mysterious planet. So, I thought maybe some more operational and slightly more surreal humor would help you get an idea of what I wanted you to learn, Thomas. I hope you're right. I'm trying, but I just don't understand. I think Alex 
is annoyed that I keep asking him for help. Hang on a second, I'll get there. That's not the only thing I wanted to talk to you about. Zedash analyzed your original hollow box and found a few improvements he could make. So we recycled some of the derelict tech in the sanctuary and designed this. You should be able to get around totally autonomously. Simulate walking and everything. Thank you, Alice. Find out what happens when Seminar Episode 80 comes out Wednesday, April 25, 2018. Only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. That's the end of the show. Thanks for listening to the show. But you're now at the end of the show. We went from here to here. You know. Oh. <laughs> well. <clears throat> you rarely join in on my stupid little songs. I'm so flattered. You sang twice this episode. Well, What's you going like on? stopped before the natural conclusion of the song. Therefore, oh, it must have been So you're just finished. editing me. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> totally in character. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter feed at Pendant Web, the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com, and we are on the YouTubes at Pendant Productions. And there's a truck outside beeping. Yeah, Also, usual. don't forget we have a Discord. If you go there and look up Pendant Productions, you can join and chat. It's fairly active. So that's cool. There's people, there's even one set up for people who have writing questions about submitting for seminar and general discussion and different show discussions. And it's pretty cool. So check it out. Yeah. I should do that. I haven't checked it out. I feel you, you bad. Should. <laughs> you should. Yes. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Now there's loud construction. I don't know if anybody can hear that in it, the trucks, it, but it just, it's let, awful. Let's pretend it's not happening. Doo-doo-doo. Birds, why butterflies. Do, why do we just make, what we just pretend that it's intentional and part of the show? Uh. Beep. 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 I was going to suggest soothing Beep. ocean noises, but. Beep. <laughs> Beep. It's a a lot of navel gazing. Then I release it upon you. <laughs>